You're listening to Irish Radio, Canada's Home and Abroad and Folk Alliance International. 2021, uh, virtually online, was meant to be in Kansas. Last year we were in New Orleans and I have the honour here of having a chat with Anamika Bishop. Anamika goes on the stage name of Anamika. Uh, thanks a million for coming along and I must say I thoroughly enjoyed your showcase. Loved your music. Really nice and uh, great to have you here. Thanks for having me. So you're um, Irish based, County Wicklow, um, singer songwriter, and I also noticed that you are getting over a half million monthly average on Spotify. Uh, so you have a, a good, strong following. Uh, a little about yourself and th- your music, and what inspired you? What got you into it? I'm originally from from Wicklow, um, and I have. Um, yeah, I've I've been playing music for a long time, um, but I didn't uh, I didn't think I would I'd take it anywhere really. Uh, it was just um, I taught myself cello and guitar and um, and piano, and um, this was kind of when I was a teenager, uh, and then I went and studied other things, and it wasn't until I was about twenty three or twenty four that I started. Um, actually, committedly writing songs. Um, I think I'd, I'd spent a year in Granada and been inspired by um, by music there. And I came back to Ireland, feeling like, right, that's it. I'm leaving my <laughs> leaving science behind, which is what I studied, um, and at least for now. And I decided to focus on on music for a bit. And then here I am. Good f- a few years later, and I'm, I've uh, yeah released an album, working on another one, um, and yeah, really, really quite passionate about it. Um, I feel compelled, compelled to work on music. So, Anna, when you say you taught yourself piano, cello, um, the piano is not an easy instrument to teach yourself, nor would the cello be. I would, no instrument I would take is easy to teach yourself. Um, you how? or no, for what period of time? You must have kind of set yourself a time every day that I'm going to devote 30 minutes, an hour or whatever and gradually build up and teach myself. Yeah. Um, cello, I did have a few. I had some lessons for a little while, um, and then, but for like a year or so, and then I continued for years later um, working on it myself with piano. I guess I was, I taught, um, I was learning things by ear, so I, uh, I remember spending a lot of time learning Jan Tiersen songs. I was really moved by Jan Tiersen's soundtrack in Annelie, I think, when I was younger and um, decided I'd learn a lot of those songs. So I'd just sit, actually, at the, at the piano with headphones and painstakingly just go through and um, learn the songs. But, um, I mean, those those songs aren't particularly complex. Um, so it was... Yeah, it was kind of it was a nice way of doing it. I suppose my the weakness there is that my sight reading wouldn't be great. So for me, kind of music theory and reading of music is yeah really quite poor. Um, right. So then, when it comes to writing, where are what inspires you? Songwriting is when you're reaching inside yourself, and when you reach inside yourself. The, the expression that you want to achieve in your songwriting, for you, is it a form of journaling in any way? I think, 
I'm, it's, it's kind of a, what I write about and what inspires me is something that I'm like slowly kind of understanding or putting shape on. And, and I, I've kind of been doing that over the last few years, particularly recently with um, a lot more time to think. Um, I think what I'm trying to do with my lyrics, um, first of all, I, I guess a lot of the time when I am writing, it is quite, I tend to do kind of lots of stream of consciousness writing and journaling. Um, and then what ends up as a song is more kind of a collection of images that I, that may or may not be connected. Um, most of them are, um, like many songwriters are kind of based in, um, kind of memories from the past. Uh, I've been writing quite a few songs, um, very much about that kind of family connection, identity and, um, memories from when I was younger in a, I think in a way to try and, um, remember them. Uh, I think I, I was struck by, um, my, my grandma uh, in England had, um, suffered from dementia for many years and at the, I remember she would, my, she might not know who we, who we were, but she could remember songs from when she was young. And I thought, um, gosh, that would be clever to like put memories into a song in a, in a way I can, um, uh, yeah, put, put, put them into a kind of song form so that when I, when I'm older and I've forgotten everything else, then I can just like sing, <laughs> sing my life story to people. Um, that's pretty cheesy. Romantic oh. way of thinking about it, but that's yeah because what it stems from at least that's kind of what, what oh. yeah because in many ways a lot of songs would be emotion based. So what you're saying in a way is yours are memory based, or in that context that it's more cerebral than than emotional. Yeah, I think for me, I get a, I'm more moved by the 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 music the the instrumental part, I guess. So, so I actually, I struggle with, with words in a way because, um, you know, sometimes I, I've written, like I have a, an idea of a melody and a melodic line to sing. Um, and I find it, I, I really love it. And I, I find it really, um, I get a lot of feeling from it. But then as soon as I try and put words on it, it kind of destroys that for me or it kind of solidifies it in a way that I'm, that kind of takes the, uh, the magic out of it. And uh, it's quite hard to describe, but, um, so in, in a way, I'm, I'm, I have a words kind of, <laughs> they, maybe they just reduce it a bit. That, that sounds so silly because I'm a songwriter and it should be the thing that I'm like, you know, passionate about writing words, but, but really. Not, 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 not necessarily because, because I guess it, it's an, in, it's an integral relationship. Is it not between the melody and the words? So, um, if the melody is something that's carries so much meaning, I guess marrying the melody and the words, um, is the challenge. That's it. And then the more you try to marry them, the harder it is. So that's what I'm struggling with at the moment. It's like, you know, I'm, I've got all this time to work on music, 
and I'm, you know, I'm trying to kind of work on another album. I'm writing songs, but the, 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 in a way I need to be doing something completely different. And I've, I find that handy in the past, like doing a course in something totally separate to music. Um, and it's all the pockets of time in between where I, need, where I only have an hour here, an hour there. And I, I'm kind of distracted by other things. Then I find that time the easiest, I guess, because I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not overthinking and I'm not thinking about what other people are thinking. Um, I would think. So, Anna, you mentioned there that you were drawn to music away from science. And science would be very much a structured discipline. Whereas your creative side is very unstructured. So you've nearly gone from the polar opposites in a way of what would be careers. Definitely in terms of careers, but in terms of a way of thinking, I still think I, um, I think throughout, like, I think I approach things in a, maybe not in a scientific way, but kind of with a, um, just a certain mentality that was probably suited to science. But I, I mean, I, I was studying, um, for a time, one of my modules was, was kind of within maths and kind of abstract maths. And I think um, they do say that maths and music um, are well, well suited or they, they um, help each other in some way. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I think, um, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think that the idea of um, the work that like the actual career and job world of it um, uh removed the mystery and, and everything became very sterile and uh, wasteful. And I, I, it wasn't a world I wanted to um, be in at the time. Um, and, and since then, I've, my interest has, has gone away from that uh, altogether. And, and I, yeah, I feel like it's, it's a long time. It's, an, it's an, another, another me, a different lifetime. So I see you were one of the best emerging acts in 2019. Uh, with the RTE Folk Awards. And um, that, I guess, 2019 for you then would have been a big year. Um, and then 2020 comes to a crashing halt. Uh, kind, not really, actually. 2020, um, I actually really loved stopping. And, um, yeah, I had a, I was lucky to be in a, a great place and not not have ex, not experience um uh coronavirus so much um but uh yeah i suppose 2020 was a little bit uh busy in the sense that uh, one of my songs was in a tv series uh, normal people um so that was a great boost um yeah and you mentioned spotify please yeah i, I learned that's what happens if you're um it's kind of unfortunate in a way in order to get your music heard uh you've got to have your song in a tv series and then put in loads of spotify playlists um so yeah it's just it, it i i'm yeah that's that's been great but i can't help but feel a bit um it's a shame for people who don't don't have that opportunity and who are creating and releasing absolutely amazing music um but anyway, it's been it's it was an interesting year for that, and things came from it. Um, Were you surprised, or you must have been thrilled when your music was picked up for normal people? Uh, in a way, I didn't know about I didn't I hadn't read the book 
no disrespect to Sally Rooney at all. I just hadn't, it hadn't kind of come into my, cross my radar really. And I didn't know of the book or the, the, I, I didn't know how popular it was. Um, but I think the, the makers of the show didn't realize that either. I think it just became uh, incredibly, incredibly popular once it was released. Um, yeah, and I was lucky to have a, you know, the kind of clo- closing credit scene in the, in the first episode. Um, my song Warped Window was played there, uh, which is quite funny. I, I, I kind of find it amusing to think that it was in a scene, you know, just after they kiss or before they kiss, I can't remember. And um, that, that song is played and, and uh, I think often people think of it as a love song and it really, it really, it isn't meant to be, but that's fine. People can interpret it as they want. And um, for me, it, it's um, a tale of death and decay. Right. <laughs> and actually quite, actually quite dark. Um, but maybe there, there's also love in there, I suppose. Um, but, but that's, for me, that's the overwhelming theme. So it is quite funny. And I think I've had someone say that they danced to it at a wedding or played it at their wedding or something. And it, I, I have to laugh inside at that a little bit. But everyone, it, it's once, once I've released it, it's, it's not really my song anymore. Everyone can, anyone can just take it as they want to, you know? Indeed. Well, I'm going to have to wrap up, keep an eye on time and let you get on with your day. And it's been a real pleasure meeting you. And what we will do is share that piece of music with the, the listener, Warp Window. And uh, if anybody wants to find you out there, you are on Spotify. You also have your own website if you want to give the coordinates. It's www.anamika.com. And Facebook, of course, and Twitter, all, all the various other platforms. Instagram. Indeed. Anamika, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks a million. And this is Warped Window.